0: Something New is supported by listeners like you. Visit the podcast page on joelbnew.com and click the donate link to help this podcast continue to grow, thrive, and be a part of the creative conversation.
1: Are you working on something new?
0: Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to the season premiere of Something New season five. Oh my gosh. How have you guys been? I've missed you so much. I'm just so pleased to be bringing you the fifth season of this beautiful little thing that we've all made together. Me by actually making it and you by actually listening to it. So welcome. Welcome. How's everybody been? How, um, how was your winter? I was going to say, how's your summer? But, um, that's not applicable here. How was your winter? How was your solstice? How were your holidays? Um, as I said, this is season five. I am coming to you live for the first time in Brooklyn. That's right, y'all. Um, we have moved boroughs from way up at the tippy top of Manhattan, now into the depths of Brooklyn. So I'm sure you're just you're just we're all chomping at the bit to get started on this season. I know I am. So I just wanted to start with my little monologue and tell you what to expect this season. What's the same? What's different? Um, thus far, at this point, I have um, the first eight guests lined up, and I've never met any of them before. I sat down with them to record their interviews and performances. It's really really cool how far this piece this project has come that I'm meeting really cool strangers, and now they're friends, um, including my first guest, Marcus Monroe, who we'll get to very, very soon. Um, at the midpoint of the season, we'll, um, we're still counting on about 18 episodes, and about episode 9-ish, uh, we're going to do a two-part roundtable, because that was so successful last season, where I bring back previous guests, and I catch up with uh, about like four of them, and we just catch up on what's going on in life. And um, to further that movement, I'm starting a new segment that will be at the midpoint of each episode, um, which I'm tentatively calling New Corner. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be catching up with a specific previous guest who has a project coming up that they want to promote. Today's new corner cameo is by nika graf lanzaroni who has a show coming up at 54 below season four closed in october 2016 things that have happened since then um well my ep cabot cove came out um not only did it come out but it came out on broadway records um i'm just over the moon that i'm part of that label the other weekend we were at broadway con and i got to sit at the Broadway Records booth and signed my CDs and people came and bought them and I signed them with my silver pen. It was just like just dorky, good, surreal, fun. Um so I, I thank you all again for listening and pledging and supporting that project last year. I've started to do some more teaching, uh songwriting and things of that nature. I taught a workshop at Wake Forest University, which was super cool, and I was very honored to be asked there and um, hopefully more opportunities like that come my way and if you are listening and you um, teach at a university or you attend a university or you you know are driving by university right now and you're like hmm I would love Joel to come here and talk about musical theater and writing and how new work and new performers can collaborate and how that looks and how that can feel um please contact me com. let's do this i'm going to be launching a second podcast because why not um one of the blessings that something new has uh, allowed me to do is really focus on you know project by project and um as a result mckinsey and the missing boy um at least you know Score wise and story wise, you know, we're at a really good place to start showing the show. Coming in this summer, uh, I'll be launching a musical radio play series for Mackenzie and the Missing Boy, where uh, we'll have a uh, full original cast and a teeny tiny band, and we'll be bringing you the entire musical uh, 20 minutes at a time or so, and in about eight episodes i believe and then um after that's said and done uh in november or so we will be doing a full live reading of the entire show which you can come to in person so look forward to that i know i am um, i can't make any casting announcements yet because that's so far away um but in the meantime, I'm working on the next draft, and I'll be bringing you more updates as I make them up. Thank you so much for dropping by for something new. Without further ado, here's episode 501. Let's do it, man. This yeah. is exciting. This is exciting. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, have we started? Um, yes and no. Is it? I mean, it's recording. Oh, all right. But, you know, there's no need to, There's the no room pressure, like, be charming or oh, don't interesting worry. yet. I'm or, not. Great. It, either of those things. Ever. I'm so glad I asked you to be on my show. Thanks. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. I listened to a few of your... Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I was like, what am I getting into? And so, I'm still here. Yeah. So, you still showed up. Yeah. God God love you. Um, I found you on Twitter, which was kind of random. Like, yeah. Like, I got a notification saying that you were following me, and yeah. so then... I was like, this guy looks awesome, he's a comedian, he's a juggler, I I want to know more about what he does, I want to know how he ticks, and I want to get him on the show. And, and so, then here we are. And here we are. Twitter is a good way. Like, I connect with a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah? Yeah. You got that blue chick, little, uh, I got blue. verified. Yes, you did. Yeah, that, That's was, fancy. that was a good day.
2: I got verified on Twitter, and the next day on Facebook. Like, I don't know if they work together, probably not. When it rains, it pours. But I didn't even know, like, I didn't even do anything to ask for it i was like oh okay they're
0: like all right we'll give this to you
2: yeah which is weird there's only i think one or two other jugglers that have the blue check mark on twitter that's pretty cool so yeah yeah
0: and you have a wikipedia page did you know this
2: i did but i don't know how to edit like i want to go in there and change like what they're saying about me because half of it is just it's all true i think but it's
0: all stuff that like i don't want to be known for it's a lot of information like it it like it knows your birthday for example Uh, i don't like that no i lie about my age all of the time yeah do you say you're older or younger
2: i say i'm 19 sometimes i'll say i'm 20 i'll say i'm older like i told this one lady i was like 45 like i'm just like i just like to mess with people that way yeah i don't care because like age like i'm 31 yes like i was born in 1985 it's clear as day on imdb on wikipedia but i like i don't I don't feel thirty one. I don't know if like how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, I've, I don't know how. Like, to, I, I don't want to ask how old you are. I'm thirty four. You're thirty four. Okay, yeah. so like we're relatively the same age. Mm-hmm. But like I don't feel like we look like because when I was fifteen and I thought about thirty one year old Marcus, I was I'd think like something that someone's so old and Mm -hmm. just so like it's got a shit shit together (laughs) and i have none i have none of those things no 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 shit's together
0: no um no hair let you know right yeah didn't expect that
2: right of course yeah 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 yeah. like but like i but like in some ways i do have my stuff together like i married a hot a hot girl nice like i have a hot wife which is really awesome and like we have a good apartment that is nice you know that that helps Mm -hmm. um but, like, in other ways, I'm just, like, if it wasn't for her, like, I, don't, I couldn't do anything, I don't think. Because she, get, like, keeps me. I
0: know what you mean. Yeah, I'm about to marry a very hot man in a couple really? months. Really? Oh, congratulations. Yeah. thank you.
2: See, like, for me, like, I can name, like, all f- five members of the band O-Town, which is now four members. <laughs> and she, like, can do our taxes. Like, that's <laughs> what I bring to the table. Like, it's not very. Yeah. It's she's, like. Give and take. She's, like, I'll, yeah. It's mostly this. give. Nice. What does she do? She's she's like, she's like she's like a. Are you serious? Yeah, she she books me. <laughs> she's in like that's she's, awesome. We <laughs> kind of work together. Yeah, Aww. she'll stage manage. We go on tours a lot together. She'll stage manage my show and that's um, awesome. She does all the bookkeeping for me when I go on tour. Uh, so she really can't have like a uh, a nine to five job. She came from that right. world yeah uh, of sales and stuff and like in the medical field, medical departments. But then she moved to New York, and we were going on all these trips, and I was doing all these shows, and, like, we went to London for a couple months, and then, we, like, we went to, uh, I don't know, we just, like, traveled, we go to, like, a week, like, do a lot of college shows, and she'll come, or I was like, I would never see her, yeah. you know? And then, so it's like, she can't have, a, like, can't a regular a job, so no. we just decided, hey, like, you're really good at selling things, you, you like me, why don't you sell me, <laughs> you know? So she's, like, she started being my agent for colleges, it's, and it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. We, we have a good relationship.
0: Is she also from Milwaukee?
2: She, yeah, she was born in Kansas and in Wichita, but she. Um, I'm just gonna interview you about your wife. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, yeah. But then, like, we met in Milwaukee.
0: What was your journey to get to New York? You've been here since 2004, according to Wikipedia. Oh my God, is that on there? there it is. <laughs> yeah, which is the same year I moved here. Which is the only.
2: Oh, reason it's cool. Interesting to me. Oh, that's fun. Okay, so yeah. after high school, I took a year off. I graduated in 2003. Okay. And I wanted to, like, find myself. Because, like, I thought, like, I was going to be a juggler my whole life. And when you're, like, just, like, to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, please. So, people who don't know what I do. Like, I do, like, a comedy juggling show. But it's very theatrical. Like, there's a narrative to it. It's almost like a one-man show. So, okay. Yep. So, but, like, when I was in high school, I was, like, the only thing I can do if I want to be a juggler is cruise ships. Because I had a friend who was a juggler on cruise ships and like he's like, This is like the top game for us. Like a show on a ship. Like you travel the world, you do a show one night, and then you can bring a friend with you and you get paid. I'm like, that sounds awesome. I yeah. wanna do that. Sign me up. Sign me up. So I took a year off after high school. I was like, I really just want to focus on cruise ships. And so I put like a little tape together. I didn't have a show or anything. So I put like my little demo reel together and I just sat back and I waited and, like, during that time, I got cast on this ABC Family show. I don't even know how I got it. <laughs> it called Switched, and it was, like, a little reality show. It was, like, kind of popular at the time.
1: Yeah. It was, like, the
2: number one show on ABC Family. And then after that, um, I was, like, oh, this is cool. But I was, like, the whole time I knew I was going to Marymount Manhattan the next year for school. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I deferred a year, like, took a year off. So, like, I knew I only had one year at home to get, like, to get on cruise ships before I went to college. Yeah. But I didn't get on ships. So I was just kind of, like, staying around with Wisconsin. Then the after I did Switched on ABC Family, the production company was also looking for a host for this, a Discovery Kids show. Mm-hmm. So I moved to New York, already host of this show on Discovery Kids. How old are you at this point? 19, 18, 19. Yeah, it was crazy. And, then, and you probably looked like this. But yeah, I looked yeah. somewhat, yeah, yeah, a little less... Yeah, a little, met, a little less scruffy and yeah. a little bit more put together. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how I look right now. But I just I rushed here from uh, the Marriott. You look great, thanks Joel. Thanks. Um You're <laughs> So uh, we yeah. To, to oh to, yeah. So I went to New, to New York. York and then I got like, but I was like already cast in this show on Discovery Kids. And the day I moved to New York, they played my episode on ABC Family. But then I was like, so I was like, I was going to school, but then I would leave school to LA to go film this the pilot for the show I was cast on. And then um, I would – then I got signed to a manager, and he was like, oh, you're going to be on this ABC – or, sorry, this NBC show. We're going to – you know, like – I was like, yeah, but it's a kid's show. I don't really want to do a kid's show. You're like, yeah, you'll want to do a kid's show when you drive around in a Ferrari. Like, that's what he was, like, <laughs> telling me. I'm like, okay. So, like, I signed with him, but, like, he was a music manager. He was an awesome guy, but we never really, like, clicked together well as a – as a duo so like i was just like hanging out with a bunch of musicians and boy bands like trying to figure out where i fit in and i didn't so i created like this whole what was your question when did i move in 2004 yeah so then so like <laughs> this was all like the year the first year i got to new york i That's like did all this crazy stuff and then i was trying to go to school um uh, yeah it was a good experience so i went to school for theater at Marymount, which okay. is like, do you know Marymount? It's like a, I know of it, yeah. it's like a liberal arts school, very small. You majored in theater. Yeah. Yeah. And then I switched the film because like theater was great, but man, like they take it so seriously there that it's uh-huh. like, it's almost like takes the fun out of it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all right. Like the, my teacher, Ellen or- Ornstein was her name. And I had her for like a year and a- no I had her for a year, and she was great, like a really good teacher like the first year I had this guy it was kind of a joke, but the second year I had this like violin <laughs> and she was like le- like a legit like uh what are the like techniques they call them? like um the acting techniques do you know oh, any of them geez. Suzuki technique or something like that it sounds <laughs> like a car isn't
0: isn't that the um isn't that how people learn violin like this oh, Suzuki method
2: I don't know there's some yeah I'm sure people will like. Be, I, like, feel, I, feel like, I feel, like, listening to this you and should you know, know what it is, but I don't, so anyway, they tell, her. Yeah, so, yeah, like the, yeah, that what, sounds what, good, it was, yeah. uh, didn't, she didn't even tell us, like, we were just like, this is what we're it's learning. It's a secret. A and secret so technique. we did that, and yeah, so then I was like, that can't <laughs> do acting, like, I'm good at acting, but only as myself, like, acting as, like, Marcus. Yeah. That's- so when you're on
0: stage, because I have watch several of your videos like mm-hmm. that's that's just you
2: i think so i yeah. think that i think that's just me like turned up a lot mm-hmm. and like when you're on stage you know all your senses are heightened because like you're in the moment so much or at least if you're not phoning it in you should be in the moment yeah so it, like that's why i love performing on like no sleep because like you lose your filter and like i have my that's best right. shows when i have like zero sleep
0: really so how yeah. much how much sleep do you get average
2: four hours i think like before a show Wow. Yeah, I'll try because normally I, I fly to the city. I'm performing in that day, so I'll have an early flight. Like, my I don't book my travel, so, like, the my agent will just, not my wife, but my other agent will, like, send me my travel, and she'll be like, is this okay? I'm like, okay. So, then I just go do Let's the go. show, and then, I, like, I'm really tired, and I, I come up with funny, weird things to say, because I'm not thinking about, is this appropriate? Is this going to make sense? You know, and then it just, it seems to work. i i talked to a friend, my, I have a friend named Scotty the Blue Bunny, and he like, we like sat down once and like really talked about it, like how your brain works when you're on stage and you're tired and how like your filter system just doesn't work. So it just, instead of going from A, B to C to D, it just goes from like eight out your mouth, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just how it goes.
0: But that doesn't affect your, um, your, your juggling? Or oh, my juggling is
2: going to be crap no matter what. Like, is your,
0: is your juggling crap?
2: No, I, it's good. Like, I can juggle seven balls, which is good, five clubs. I'm, I'm an okay juggler, but there's, like, a lot of jugglers who are, like, way better than me, but there's also a lot who aren't. Yes. And so... I,
0: I, I don't even know how to... I can do two. Two. <laughs> is that is I juggling? Is that <laughs> <I> juggling?
2: <laughs> Very interesting. Um,
0: two, <laughs> yeah. Two, You can do some cool stuff with two balls. Yes, you can. Oh, um, I have a lot of gay friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, is comedy juggling, like, an official genre?
2: I think in America it is almost because in I've noticed outside of America, it's hard to make a living out as like a juggler. Okay, I said I'm saying this wrong. In America, you can pretty much only make a living as a comedy juggler. Huh? Why is that? I think it's just how Americans are. Like if you go to Europe, there's tons of circuses and um, cabarets that will like give you like that star de soleil type of like juggler and like you know. but, like, in, Amer- in America, I think everyone wants to see, like, the comedy juggler, or the dangerous guy, the extreme juggler. Uh-huh. You know? And I don't mind. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah? Um, but I think it is its own kind of genre. But there's definitely, like, gray areas where you can have a comedy juggler that has a really beautiful routine with, like, three rings. And it's just very, like, um, fun to watch and very compelling. But you can also, that guy, same guy can do, like juggle pizza or something <laughs> really stupid, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: which came first for you? Uh, were, were you funny first or did you juggle oh, first? Yes. How did so, that
2: come uh, into it? I think I was always a little bit funny. I was never like the funniest person you in my class. You like class clown? Uh, it depends what grade. But like, I, there was always people who I thought were funnier than me, and I was like, "Damn it, why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of times, I laugh at my own jokes so I could never get them out because I thought <laughs> they were just so funny. And, and I, I, a lot of yeah, um, yeah, I think I was funny first, and then I actually learned magic, and then I sold my magic stuff to my friend Ben, who is now a professional magician. And then You're welcome, I then I welcome Ben. Yeah, seriously sold my stuff to Ben, and just was like, you know what, all my eggs in the juggling basket, and that's where they stayed for a long, for, still, still till, to to this day. day, you know,
0: nice, so you were a theater kid,
2: yeah, oh, love theater, even the ballet, I love going to the ballet, yeah, yeah, were you ever a dancer, uh, yeah, I took, well, no, I wouldn't call myself a dancer, but I took tap, yeah, classes for a while, Hmm. um, and then, you know, in musical theater, like in high school and stuff, you had to dance, so yeah. i would do that. But I was. Squares and yeah, grape some fines. Oh, grapevines all day. <laughs> grapevines all day. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was never like I mean, I did a talent show at my school in my high school where like I just danced, me just dancing to music, just and, like freestyle. Or yeah, like, like freestyle, like pop and locking. No. But I would never consider myself like a dancer. Yeah. I just did it for fun. I just mimicked what I saw in like music videos because it was before YouTube. Right, right. Those just,
0: days. You were on TRL. Yeah. Of.
2: Yeah, I was on TRL. <laughs> that was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I don't even know. I got a call. They're like, hey, this is uh, her name was Courtney from MTV. And like, do you want to be on TRL? I'm like, sure. So I go down there and they're like, we're going to have you do a juggling thing with Nick Cannon. I'm like, okay, great. And then so I do my juggling bit, and I tell some jokes, and then, like, Nick Cannon's there, and then that was it. And I was like, oh, that was it? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And then Nick Cannon was like, hey, man, if I ever need a juggler, I'm calling you. And then he, he's, on, he's hosting America's Got Talent, where there's tons of jugglers, and he's never once called me. Yeah.
0: We're so. calling you out, Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just have a listener to something new. Yeah. So um, last February, you did the, the Broadway TED Talks. Oh, yeah. Uh, how did you get involved in that?
2: Oh, I, I don't know they just emailed me We're like hey you want to speak at TEDx Broadway I'm like do I and it at first hilarious. I was like is this the right crowd for me because like I'm you know you know people there are so into Broadway and I love Broadway just like everyone else but I, I, I thought I was going to go and just watch the thing and then they're like no we want you to be in the talk in the TEDx talk and I'm like you oh and then I watch all these TED talks and I get hives because I'm like oh god what am I going to talk about that people are going to care about <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'll just play on the fact that I shouldn't be here," and then it was so funny. <laughs> oh, you guys I mean, should check it out. Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah, and then I was just I just played on the fact that I shouldn't have been there, and then it worked. And they they invited me back this year. But yeah. I, yeah, but I'm gonna be out of town. But but I think it's You're March
0: 21st. How do you typically come up with your shows? Like, do you? decide on the juggling act and then yeah. let the comedy come from that or is Yeah, it's it... oh, such a good question. It's, there's like it's I'm sure there's not just like one way that you do it. Yeah, but... there
2: isn't. And uh a lot of it <laughs> comes from this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier of just being so tired. Sleep deprived. <laughs> sleep deprived <laughs> that sometimes I'll just commit to something and just go with it. Like I won't even I won't have music cues for it. I won't really know what I'm doing, but I'll just take a prop out of my case in front of a live audience and do something. And if it gets a laugh then I'll just keep it in there. Like there's a lot of non sequitur humor. Humor that doesn't really fit in anywhere. It just is something that just lives on its own and it's a short bit, thirty second to two minute bit, that I like like weird things I like to do. So I'll just do those Um, but like the big juggling routines, they morph over time into whatever they are now. It even started back when I was like in high school street performing. That's how like I made my money to pay for college.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, I'd street perform in Milwaukee and I I would make a a lot of money because these people, it was like, you know, before the economy took a (laughs) huge hit. So everyone was doing all right. And, um... Yeah, and it was just a, a good way to work on my craft and figure out what lines worked. I figured if I could keep people's attention who are watching me on the street and you could leave at any time, that I could keep an audience's attention who are people sitting in seats. Right, you know, that makes that sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, so that's like, I don't know. It just kind of crafted and it came up on its own and there's really no pressure when you're street performing at like a festival or a fair. I wouldn't like go out into like 6th Avenue and try and get a crowd. You know, I'm like, what right, time yeah. is it? Showtime. It was <laughs> never like that. It was never like like begging people for money either it was always
0: just like yeah you know, i'm gonna just do my talent show yeah hope you like it hope, hope you, like. you like it do your because you, you've also mentioned that your shows uh, do follow a narrative they're more theatrical yeah my
2: new show is that i'm working yeah. on right now yeah it's a one-man show
0: i think it's called tentatively
2: tentatively it's the rise and fall of marcus Monroe, which is a little juggling pun like and that. it, it kind of follows my career we talk about a lot of what we just talked about in this show in a funny way and it's almost about like the struggler of being a juggler Ooh, oh, maybe that should oh, be a new title hell the struggler of being a juggler uh, people that's i don't know the struggling juggler struggler juggler juggler struggler it's, yeah it's almost there so yeah so um i did a recently i did like an artist residency at Ars Nova yeah. last year and then we went to Williamstown with this past summer, and um, just last week, we did a reading of the new show. I invited you to. Yes, you did. I'm um, sorry. I didn't go. No, it's okay. It's okay. And then... Uh, yeah, so now we're just kind of going to see what happens with it. If you have ADD, like, the show is perfect for you, because there's so much <laughs> happening so fast Yeah. that there's... I mean, yeah, I mean, there's just, like... I never stick on one thing for too long. It's just... I mean, for... It's, Cause like the way my brain works, I, I feel like it's just like I get sick, bored of things really easily. So I just wanted to just keep it show moving, and I
0: do a bunch of stuff all in like 75, 80 minutes. Pretty nice. it's a one well, act. Well, well, luckily, I mean, our audiences all have ADD these days, anyway.
2: Oh, I know. Which I is probably
0: know. why like, com- like jugglers have to have comedy too. Like they need to. Oh yeah. You know. I think so.
2: I wonder attention. why. Michael Davis is like the original comedy juggler. If okay. you search like comedy juggler on YouTube, his video should like pull up first. Okay, he's like the OG of it. He was on like SNL, and he's been on all these shows. It's really great, really funny guy. So
0: with the new show, there is a narrative, and it's your oh life. yeah, is
2: we've it, worked really
0: hard on, on it's it? a truthful. Uh yes and no. I mean, I have a lot of. Uh,
2: I co-wrote it with uh, jo- my writing partner, Josh Kozenberg. I- God, sc- I- his last name is like a bunch of letters. and I think it's Cosenberg. Josh Kozenberg. I should know his last <laughs> name. He's been like one of my best friends for like a- an entire year now. But um, Andrew Neister directed it. <laughs> okay. and um, Get his name right. Yeah, I got his name right. It's always just like Josh K. in my phone. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. Uh, yeah, so we wrote it. Um, and it's based on I kinda took my one man show and that I do like at like a performance art center where they don't care about a narrative so much, they just want to see like or like a college, just want to see like a fun show. Yeah. And then we tried to figure out what a New York City audience would appreciate. Like and then we took that and tried to like craft it. And what is that? What is a New York audience? Well, like if you took a cruise ship show and put it in New York, it would just get shot. Like it would people yes. would like just That is fair. It would get like bombed. It would be, it would not do well at all. It's a very violent audience. Very violent, yeah. So it would just, I mean, it would close automatically. Like, no one would even, it wouldn't even get put up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we just thought, like, what would, what would I want to see if I paid a lot of money to see a show in New York? What would I want to see? And like, well, I want to see something that's really funny and compelling, but truthful and honest and dangerous. Yeah. Um, And we tried to, and we, and we, I think we're close. Like we're not there yet, but yeah. we're like really close, like
1: one so workshop away of,
2: of being done. I think that's awesome. That's yeah, it's really exciting. That's really really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Hi.
0: Hi. Happy Saturday.
3: Happy Saturday.
0: What have you been doing? What are you doing today?
3: Where we went update. To get away.
0: That's nice. In the world. Oh, you're away.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm jealous. What are you yeah. doing while you're away? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Oh. Yeah. How lucky are you?
3: That's pretty good.
0: That's so nice. Good. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your your nothing to um to discuss something.
3: Thank you for something being
0: something
3: new. Oh. oh shit. Ah, it I writes see what itself. I there. <laughs>
0: So here in New Corner, I um, I call up an old friend um, who's been on the show before, who's still out there making great art, and um, and th- and this time it's you.
3: Oh boy! It's Nika
0: Graf Lanzarone, everybody. In case they didn't know. Oh my know. god! Yeah. Uh...
3: <laughs>
0: You're back, or you've always been there, and now. We're I never left. About. You're you... stuck
3: with me forever.
0: <laughs> How lucky for us! Oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, tell me what's
3: what's going on, Nika. Um, I have a show coming up at the Fifty Four Blue. Oh, nice! I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Hey, it happens on this show. It happens to the best of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, um, the brilliant and talented Robbie Roselle has been bothering me to do something with him for like two years now, and so so I finally relented. No, um, (laughs) I I was just like, okay, this, like, it's not that I don't want to do something. I just like I need a hook. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I kind of figured it out, and we've been working with also brilliant and unbelievably talented brian j nash um to kind of come up with a thing
0: that's great and it's called hero worship right
3: it is called hero worship um how'd you come up with that um i don't i don't know i feel like it's a fairly um common phrase or not maybe not common phrase but it's a it's a thing that sometimes i think about and, and there's so many um references and things that we grow up loving and thing and the things and the people and the art and the artists that inspire us to be who we are. Um, And this is sort of a way of paying tribute to some of that. That's so great.
0: Can you, can you give me a couple of song titles?
3: Well, we're doing, we're doing a great big medley uh, (sighs) where I once and for all explain every member of my family through the songs that they have sung on the Broadway. Oh my gosh, that sounds Um, awesome and geeky and and fun. And explain how they are um, related to me and related to each other. Yep. (laughs) So I never have to explain it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can just point them to YouTube.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Here you go. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So there's some of that. I don't know, there's a whole lot of crazy silliness and jokes and... I am actually singing some musical theater songs, which what? is not something I do a lot of in, <laughs> in my off time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm doing it here.
0: That's terrific. Um, yeah. You've got piano. Is there anyone else behind you?
3: Um. Yeah, there's going to be a full a full five-piece <gasps> band.
0: Nice. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, that really steps it up. I mean, 54 yeah. Below is just a killer venue and just... Just the idea like seeing you up there. Because you and I we did a we did my podcast concert there a couple of summers ago.
3: We sure did. And we had a
0: full band and that it's was really it's yeah. It's just, really it's great just gorgeous. One. It's really special to be up there.
3: Mm-hmm. And they're also lovely. They are and it's some of my fa- it's my favorite plantain chips. So there's that as well. Those are
0: so good.
3: So if you come, get the plantain.
0: That's chips. right, that's right. You don't have to get the two drink minimum. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. You can, you know, those go toward your, your minimum, those plantain chips. They okay? do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and it'll be, um, it'll be really exciting. Oh yeah. ah, there's a cat walking across my keyboard. Do, do you know this cat? Yeah, it's my cat. Okay, good. We brought him, we brought him with us.
0: Oh. So when
3: is the show? I don't think we've talked about that. The show is Thursday, February 23rd at 7 o'clock in the evening, so you can be home early. And
0: where can people go to get tickets?
3: They can go to the 54 Below website, which is Mm -hmm. 54below.com, and then there's a calendar page there. They can go to my website, and I have a link to buy tickets there, at at com or... Uh, Facebook something, yeah, there's links, links, links abound.
0: <laughs> It'll be hard for them not to go. Is there any kind of discount
3: code? Yes, if you type in Nika, N-I-K-K-A 20, you will get 20% off. Nice, I love that. Everybody loves a discount code.
0: That's right. And um, I'll be sitting in the, I think the, like, what is it called? Like far side seating or something? I mean, it's like, um, I guess Gary Larson will be there or something.
3: Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine?
0: Just with like
3: a cartoon cow.
0: <laughs> I'll be the one sitting next to the cartoon cow. I um, can't wait. We'll we'll save a seat for you and some plantain chips. Um. So when you're forming the narrative, like, did that have an impact on what juggling you chose to do? Uh.
2: Yeah. I would say so. I would say it's. I want. It's it's like a one man show with juggling. Does that make sense? It's not a juggling show with a narrative. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a nar- it's like a one man show that has juggling the- in it. I would say it's like thirty percent juggling, seventy percent narrative, or seventy percent non juggling, but other tricks, other skills. Oh, cool. Like uh, everything I do is leading up to something to do. Right. Some kind of juggling stunt or a spectacle or because you unicycle. Feet. Feet. Yeah, well. like I ride super tall unicycles with I, tons of fire and knives. And, I mean, even getting the permits alone should be its own podcast for, like, the hoops I have to jump to (laughs) with the the FDNY Explosives Unit. The juggling in it is crazy. Um, There's live animals in the show. There's um, a shark in the show. Like, it's insane. Shark? Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. What does that have to do with your your life? Well, you gotta come and see it.
2: (laughs) I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's, like, it's the weirdest show. It's, like, but it's so fun. And I'm so attached to it now that, like... I I have to – I just have to keep doing it. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it's really fun. It's a lot different than my – if you've ever seen, like, one of my shows before, which you probably haven't. But even if you've seen clips online, it's a lot different than anything I've done. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's more truthful and honest. And, like, I don't really – in my show – like, I'm saying my show, but, like, in my college show, I don't open up to the audience about, like, my life as a juggler. Like, I just kind of do my little show. And I put on, like, my persona. But this one is, like – you kind of see like the bare bones of like what it means to be a juggler and what people, like the questions people ask you all the time, which I don't mind at all. Or, but you know, the, the things people say to me, the things people think I, like really do, like it's just a, like, it is an interesting life.
0: So when you go back to doing, like, your regular college mm-hmm. types of shows, I mean, do you feel like something's missing now? Because you've done this, like,
2: uh, meteor?
0: No, I thing? don't, because it's not in New York. But if it was in New
2: York, I'd be like, oh, this isn't going to work. Okay. But just because I've done the one, the, the, the show with the narrative and, like, the the meatier show, which is a good way of putting it, I, I don't feel like something's missing because that's not appropriate for that audience. Right, They're not coming to see, like... To hear me cry about my life my life. <laughs> <laughs> they they want to just be entertained for an hour and forget about their like uh you know, their exams or whatever. Or right. like their boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. And I'm happy to do that too. Cool. I like I like both of those things. When you're a performer, man,
0: when you're a juggler, you take the gigs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just alright, I'll do it. I'll do that thing. Yep, sure. Have you ever done one without the other? Have you ever like done straight up stand up? Or oh, yeah. what's that like?
2: I've done straight up stand up. It it Oh, man, I did it after I've done it a few times, and there used to be a part in my show where I would just do straight stand up. And a lot of my new show right now is just long monologues like three pages of dialogue, long like, wow. monologues. I mean, the whole thing is essentially a giant monologue, <laughs> <it to> one <laughs> show. but I mean, without like any juggling, like dividing it. And, and I get laughed, so I guess it's kind of almost like stand up, but like in terms of like at a club, yeah, I've done it a few times at a club. And I almost feel naked, like I'm...
0: That was actually my next one. Do you feel naked? Yeah, I feel... Yeah. R- you mean right now? No. Well, I don't know. Do you feel naked right now? No, I feel good. Good.
2: But, um... Sure. Silly
0: pop-ups.
2: Yeah, I don't... I, it's like juggling's almost like a crutch. Like I need it to like... Even if I am not going to juggle during the set, a stand-up set, as long as I, as long as I have them, like my props nearby, uh-huh. it's like my comfort blanket. Like I'll be okay. Gotcha. Because like, I know it can always go... If, like, my jokes aren't working, I can always pick up oh, some things be like, Look and what it. I can do. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. sure. Like, I can always make people happy. Like, okay, all right. You all guys right. don't like the jokes? I got some juggling, so this is my contingency <laughs> plan. But thankfully, like, my <coughs> jokes are okay that I don't need them. I mean, they're stupid jokes. Just, like, I love comedy like Mitch Hedberg or, like, Anthony Jeselnik, like, mm. one-liners. But, like, my... If you want to get into, like, comedy real quick, Please. my favorite comedians besides, like, Andy Kaufman would be Rory Scovel... Uh, T.J. Miller Kurt and Kristen uh-huh. It's great
0: You won an Andy Kaufman award I did Didn't you?
2: Yeah in 2012 I It's a the big Andy. deal I was stoked Because like Reggie Watts Had just won it Kristen Schaal And Nick Vaderot. Oh Nick Vaderot's great too But they had all just won it um, Harrison Greenbaum Had just won it And then I won it And I was just sto- Totally stoked Yeah And it was a huge honor And now I'm very close With um, Michael Kaufman Andy's younger brother Oh nice um, Yeah and he's a great guy And their whole family Is just great Wow. It, it meant a lot to me to win that award because it kind of validated what I was doing, kind of like even though because I oh, yeah. at the time I didn't have like a producer or a show. I was just kind of like still doing like cruise ships and colleges and
0: like whatever I could get. And then I was yeah. like, "Okay, you're on the right path." Kind of yeah. like keep doing what you're doing. I know it's not supposed to be about the awards, but it's nice every once in a while to hear someone official like say, "Hey, yeah, good job, you're, yeah, you're on the path."
2: Exactly. That means yeah. a lot. And yeah. I, I sometimes try to figure out how I can do that to younger performers or people who mm. don't necessarily have a a way to gauge or to gauge like how they're doing. Yeah. You know, if I'll go to like a juggling convention or a comedy show and I'll see someone who's Starting up or just like young, i like you know. I'll try to give them some encouragement. Like just keep doing it, looking looking good. Do you call them kid? Hey, kid. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably dude or bro. I guess <laughs> depends if I'm Do you high teach? or not. Yeah. No, no, you don't teach juggling. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Why not? Um, because I don't know. I got it's there's a if you want to learn how to juggle, there's just a bunch of YouTube videos you could watch. I figure. Okay like if people I'll be happy to teach like a friend of mine who wants to learn I did this reality show in England where I had to teach a celebrity how to juggle so she I taught her oh I did that uh, in America too but the one in yeah. America got cancelled like after the first episode who was the celebrity that you had to teach
0: Joshua Morrow from
2: Young and the Restless oh my god I love
0: Joshua <laughs> do you really I've been watching the Young and the Restless since like I was in the womb. Really? Yeah.
2: He's yeah. a dope juggler. Yeah. He learned really quick. He's really competitive, <laughs> and he drives really fast. That makes me he's happy. All, yeah, he's awesome. He's a cool guy. Cool. Actually, yeah, my wife's sister was like, "Oh my
0: gosh, it's Nick Newman." Yeah, and she's like, yeah. "Do you know Nick Newman?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah."
2: And so I went to LA, and I was like, "Hey, Josh," like, "We just we had lunch." I was like, "Hey, man, I need." You to give me a signed headshot for my for my wife's sister. Can you like? I felt so weird <laughs> saying that because like, like he's a friend, you know. It's weird asking. Can you get me can I have an autograph? Or yeah. Like, you know, and he was totally cool. I'm sure that happens all the time. I'm, I would imagine. But yeah, nice. But yeah, I was like about to leave his house, and I was like, wait, uh, that autograph. <laughs> Sorry.
0: That's so. Thanks for lunch. Fun. Did you have your own headshot with you, or did he have? No, one, he like, had. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he, he had, has like, on file.
2: Oh yeah, he's got boxes. Yeah. I'm sure. And I'm sure he doesn't even need a headshot. Because no. he works every day. Like, every that day. show, I went on set, and it, it's, like, every day he works. They shoot, like,
0: 40 pages a day or something yeah, like that. it's insane. Yeah, I know way too much about it. Yeah. <laughs> you should get him on. I would love to. You should. He's a juggler now, so I can talk well, to him about acting and juggling. He was in and... a boy band, too. No. Yeah, he was
2: in a boy band with um this guy, Eddie. Okay, Leanne Rimes yeah. had an affair with... Uh, oh, you're losing me. Huh? No, no, no. She, I think she's with this guy, Eddie, right? He was from this firefighter TV show. Anyway, he was in a boy band like a long time ago with this guy, Eddie, and then another guy. And he played me their music. I was like, oh, this is pretty good.
0: Yeah? yeah. He could sing? Yeah. Joshua Morrow.
2: Three Deep, I think was the name of their...
0: They're... <laughs> They're... It was just three guys. I can't wait to go home and, and just listen to everything that you've told me to listen to.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Man,
0: do you remember your first comedy juggling gig?
2: Yeah, so the, fir- okay, the very first time I ever performed, <coughs> I was at a high, it was a grade school, middle school, I was in middle school. Okay. Fifth grade, so that's not really middle school. No. But it was a talent show at my school, and it was the first time, and I was super nervous, and I could juggle three balls, three rings, scarves, and I could bounce broom.
0: That's so, a lot for a I, fifth grader.
2: Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. I mean, like I didn't. That's I, all. I'm I, impressed. Thanks. <laughs> so, so I, I put together a routine to, um, the Bodines, the song "Closer to Free." Do you know that song? Mm-mm. Um, I think it was the Party of Five, um, okay. theme song. Okay, but they were from Milwaukee, so they're huge, like where I'm from. Gotcha. So I played that song, and I, I did three. I balanced a broom, did three scarves. Three balls, three clubs, or three rings. And then I went to the three clubs and I ha- had this trick plan because I was a really bad club juggler. Of Because um, I had only been juggling for like five months at the time. I had this idea of when I drop the clubs, this is like an old juggling gag. Uh-huh. You put the clubs in your armpit to, and then you reach down for another club and the club falls Keep, out of your armpit. And just it's a cycle that keeps yeah, going. yeah, yeah. And, like, I thought, oh, that would be, like, a really funny way to end the bit, because I can't juggle clubs and people, it'll be funny, because people will think I'm doing it to be serious, but I know, like, it's just a trick, it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't drop, so I just kept going, and I, then I finished, and I was like, oh my gosh, I could do it! (laughs) And it was... That's a great story. Yeah, it was really nice, and it was, it was, it was a really good time, my, both my parents came to the show, I think my dad took off work to come to watch, like, this stupid talent show at my school, but... That's yeah. really sweet. It was. Yeah, he knew it was important to me, and so he came. Yeah, so you had a pretty supportive family. Very supportive. Yeah. Yeah, they're the best.
0: Do you have any siblings?
2: Yeah, so my younger brother, he's the general manager at Kith, which is a store downtown. They have a couple locations in Brooklyn and a couple in like Soho. It's nice. like a lifestyle store. And then my older brother works for the Milwaukee Bucks on oh, nice. basketball. So ah, very sports. very different. Yeah, sports. Yeah. Yes. Water <laughs> sports.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Ah. Thank you for clarifying that that was sports. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the most difficult object you've juggled, or the weirdest? Oh, man. The weirdest. Oh, I was on the Chris Gethard show. Okay. it's a
2: it was, it was a public access show that now is, like, a really popular show on cable. It's on the Fusion Network. Oh. But I was a guest on the Chris Gethard show with Mike Birbiglia, mm-hmm. um, who's a comedian. Yeah. And... My or Chris asked his fans to bring all this stuff into the studio for me to juggle because we were, like, communicating on Twitter and he was like, what do you want to juggle? I'm like, anything. I don't care. And <laughs> so I ended up juggling, like, mascot heads. Oh, my God. Uh, pictures of, like, Thomas Jefferson. Um, like, rubber ducks. Uh, and just, like, the most random objects. And you were able to do it. Just- yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not well, but I did yeah. it. I cut myself, started bleeding a little bit just with, like, on the... Like one of the, pic- the frame pictures like Pro- broke or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I That's put it. I remember putting um, like a cone, like a road cone, over my head so I couldn't see, and then jugg- tried to juggle knives, but it didn't work. No, the no. knives not everywhere. And then the <laughs> next week, I was on a cruise, and I get a message from Chris, and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing." He's like, "Turn on, um, uh, Seth Meyers tonight." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Trust me." So I'm like, okay, so like, I'm watching Seth Meyers, I'm like alone on a cruise ship, and, he, mm-hmm. and Seth is like, so, um, I heard you had a, and Chris is the guest, he's like, so, I heard you had an interesting guest on, he's like, yeah, so we had Marcus Monroe on, and then and then uh, Seth is like, let's roll the clip, and it was like me like just dropping all this stuff, and I was like, <laughs> nice. it wasn't like the best looking clip of me juggling, but it was still pretty awesome. Hey. Yeah, so that's how I start my, my promo reel, it's Marcus Monroe, let's roll it. What is a norch? a norch is a knife and a torch and i tape them together and i'm the only one in the world who juggles them that's it, very cool it's really easy to juggle them because it's just like juggling a torch and a knife together mm-hmm. i miss what it is yeah but it's just the concept that no one thought of in advance like hey why don't you put these two things that people love hey can you do knives can you do fire those two questions i get asked all the time really like yeah like yeah i can do them both at the same time even now wow. it's like boom, boom. Kill, kill some time <laughs> all right now that, that's done <laughs> So is the torch on fire? Or yeah, 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 yeah. The torch is on fire. The knife is sharp. And I juggle them. It's pretty fun. So, so which end do you grab? Well, they're taped together. So yeah. it's like so, a spork.
0: Oh, I see. It's yeah. so, like the danger is on one side. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not an idiot, Joel. I mean, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I just met you. I that's just true. met you. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm glad you asked, though. But that's, that's the closer for my show. Nice. That's like the big finale. It's a big
0: spectacle. It's the Norch. The Norch, yeah. Yeah. So you travel a lot. All the time. What is it like traveling with your props, like, through security and, like... Because you've got knives and flammable objects and... So
2: every time... I normally travel with two suitcases, and they're both juggling props, and I carry on my clothes with me. Oh. Right? And so, like, I have not... Like, if you open up my case, it's obvious I'm a performer. Like, just by the stuff that's in there. Like, there's, like, you know... I mean, it's only juggling stuff. Like, it has to be, oh, this guy must be doing a show somewhere. Right. You know? But then they always inspect it. I always get a letter saying the TSA has inspected your luggage, and they'll write the date on it. Or they'll they take out, like, a lighter or something. Really? Yeah, they've opened up my beanbags once, like, in uh, Mexico, thinking I had, like, cocaine in them. Wow. Yeah, and, and oh, my unicycle. They think that's, like, a, I'm trafficking drugs somehow. I don't know why. But I was even on a cruise ship once, and the... Um, (coughs) The people on the... The security on the cruise ship thought I was bringing drugs onto the cruise ship. What? Yeah, they did. And I was like, you guys hired me to perform here, man. I'm not bringing drugs on this this cruise ship. (laughs) And they said, we have to take... Your suitcase with this unicycle, we have to keep it in our office until your show. When you're sh- when it's time for your show, we have to watch you put this together. Then we have to weigh it. And then when you're done with your show, you have to weigh it again and take it apart. And then well, then you can take the pieces back. And I was like, what? I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not getting drugs on Carnival Cruise Lines. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. I live in New York City. If I want drugs, I'm just going to call my guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Assuming I had a guy. If you, you had one. Yeah yeah so but like yeah that's crazy it, it is crazy yeah so like I I mean that's a show
0: right there like I, the, oh, like I mean the, that's that's like part Unicycling of Smugler. that's part of my show
2: like, great yeah so I mean that's not that's not a story I yeah, tell but, but it's like those types of experiences um, but that really happened so then I had to email the people at carnival I was like listen guys like this is ridiculous, like, I need to practice, I can't do that until my shit, like, and they were like, well, we're sorry about that, like, there must be new people, you can't bring bikes on, like, I know, this isn't a bike, it's, you know, it's like, you guys called me, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they straightened up, they apologized, all is well, and I've seen those security guards since then, and we kind of joke about it, okay. but, like, it's just. That's that's bananas. It is, but always, my not my stuff gets, my bags, I had one time, American Airlines lost my
0: luggage three three times, three oh, separate times in a week. Wow. Yeah. So
2: how do you do that?
0: Yeah, I would be afraid to like check my bags if it like if my job depended well, you have on have it. To. I mean, yeah, I can't cause carry cause on knives. knives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be, I can't carry this on. Why? <laughs> what? What? Um, if any of my listeners are just starting out in comedy or uh-huh. juggling, um, what would you what would you tell them?
2: Uh, I would say just in comedy is great here in New York because there's so many open mics you can go to. Uh, I I love going to Birdland, at gym and Cast Party. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do that on Yeah, those? yeah, yeah, I do. I love going to seeing Jim and like trying out new stuff there. There's so many open mics though, in New York for a comedian, and like the Creek and the Cave is a really good venue in in, Queen, in Long Island City, for um, in Queens for comedy. That they have tons of free shows all the time. And it's it was the first place that let me um, workshop my show like for free for an entire week. That's awesome. It was great. Yeah, they're so nice there. Uh, for juggling, there's like com, and they'll have a bunch of um, juggling clubs that meet and just a bunch of jugglers get together and kind of jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Juggling jams. I'm never around anymore to go to those, although, but I do have a lot of fun and I'll stop in occasionally and say hi to people. Are um, all your friends jugglers? No, I have no... More, more friends are magicians than they are jugglers, okay. actually, more of my friends. But I do have a lot of good juggling friends.
0: Yeah, and are they just what? like constantly juggling or...
2: God, man, I hope not. Yeah. I mean, like, not some – yeah, okay. So you have some – You've got those friends. You have friends that, yeah. like, you want to limit their number of throws. Like, <laughs> like, let's give you two throws today. Yeah. Then you have other friends that are, like – my friend Doug, he's, like, one of the best jugglers ever. And he just juggles all the time. He's a machine. But I love it because I'm so inspired by him. Then I have other friends who are jugglers. But we just like each other. as so We just hang out. But, like, Doug and I just hang out, too. But, like, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Yes and no. Okay. I don't juggle around the house. I don't... I'm not juggling my dishes, my food. <laughs> no? That's no. Not, that's not a thing? No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I, I rarely juggle if I'm not, like, at the gym... Practicing, like I yeah. don't juggle around the house or anything.
0: Where and when can my listeners catch you next? I feel like we're winding down. We are winding yeah, down. We've got about we've got about five minutes. Oh man! Oh, that's right. I know. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to that I didn't touch upon that I well, should have? You or? can
2: go to like facebookcom marcusjuggles is like my Facebook page. My website right now, for some reason, I can't update it, but it's just MarcusMonroe.com. But that okay. has everything. Or YouTube, I put up a lot of YouTube videos. Yes, you do. Just search you, Marcus Monroe in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much... I, I don't know. There's just be kind to each other, and let's just all hope this next four years, like, goes by super quickly. Oh, my God. Yes. Because no. it's terrifying. Like, him cutting, like, all these, like, public arts things is, like, making me so mad.
0: Very, very scary.
2: Yeah, it is super scary. And some people are like, well, he's gonna do good things. Like, uh... I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: no. Yeah. But, um, that's... He's a reason that we need art more than ever.
2: But do you think it's because we live in, like, this liberal bubble of New we York? We do
0: live in a bubble.
2: But it is, a, like, a, New York's fairly liberal, right? Oh, yes. Fair, but, like, Wisconsin is not very liberal. But, like, I don't, I can't name five people I know that voted for Trump.
0: I can't, but they're mostly family.
2: Yeah. Oh, do you, yeah, I guess I I guess I could then if I counted family. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't. Anyway. I didn't vote for him. No, me neither. Just no. For
0: the record, mm-hmm. for the record, in case. Sorry, to end on a downer. In case oh gosh! Listening. Yeah, we should tell so- say sorry.
2: something funny. Marcus. Um, well, I'm trying to think <laughs> of like something funny to t- <laughs> talk about. Um, I love theater. I've seen Hamilton. That's good. That's nice. I want to see Swanky. Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Hansen or Hansen? Hansen. Hansen. Yes. Hansen. Like the band. Like like the band, not like Jim Henson. Okay, I want to yeah. see that show really badly. Yeah. And also, great Comet. Um, that should be good. All right. Have you seen Great
0: Comet? No, I've not. I I've saw seen, it off Broadway. It was really good. I've seen very little Broadway this season. Really? Yeah, uh, it's hard. Can't afford it.
2: It is it's, hard. It's a thing. It's, I saw yeah. um Oh Hello. That was
0: really great. I hear that's great. They um they're filming it right. Like it's they just, be, yeah, just yeah. I'm done now. It's, they closed that show yeah. last week. So Marcus Monroe, it was so cool to meet you and, I hope this went good. Now I'm self conscious. Like, like what did it not did you not get out of it what you wanted? I got everything out of it All right. I wanted. No, I just got the room for an hour. No, I That's know it. that, it's but not I like feel me like going, it's not like me going, Oh, like my pants are on fire, I have to run. You know, it's not like that. It's no.
2: we cool? We're very cool. Alright, good. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad that Did we... you have fun? I had a blast. You did? Well who doesn't like talking about themselves for an That's hour? True. No, I'm just kidding. That's I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. It was really good. It was really fun. Cool. What are you doing now? Um, I'm going to go home. Okay. Where do you live? Uh, Brooklyn. Oh, nice. You? Harlem. Nice. I'm going to rescue a cat, I think. What? It's like, foster, Like my wife, we have like five foster cats at our apartment right now. Oh, wow. My nice. wife's really into like saving like these stray cats. It's beautiful. Yeah, but we, we're just going to, I think she's going to catch one and then like get it spayed or neutered or something, whatever you do to cats.
0: I, th- I think it's spay. The cats spay, spay right? And you is neuter it, dogs. Isn't
2: one female and one male, like, you you would...
0: Oh, is that what it is? I think is? it is. I also thought, like, cats were spayed and dogs were neutered. You could be but correct. I, I don't know. I've never been a part Bob of this Barker process. Bob Barker was never very clear. Yeah,
2: he wasn't. He just said, yeah... Just
0: have them spayed or neutered. Yeah. But so, anyway, I so... And you can
2: choose... You can do either one. I think if you go into the vet, you're just like, take care of their privates. The vet yeah. will know what yeah, to do. You know what to do. Yeah. like he spins a wheel. It's like, i going to this one. It's like, you added a penis to the cat? <laughs> Wait, no, that was the opposite of what I wanted.
0: He's going to have more babies. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, she saves them. That's very nice. Yeah. I'm going to go home and walk my dog. There you go. And um, I think Frank's making a DiGiorno pizza. Is that your fiancé? Yes, what, is, what does he do? He's in... Uh, visual fashion stuff sweet yeah i know he's very fancy and awesome awesome well it was nice talking to you man it's nice talking to you too thanks for having me thank you handshake handshake they can hear that good all right hey guys it is time to set up the song are you ready I am. So, as you are aware, I'm sure, there are a lot of interesting and confusing and frustrating, to say the least, things happening in the world politically right now. And I don't know about you, but I've been struggling to come to, like, I don't know, make peace with it or not make peace with it, but figure out what I can do as a just regular citizen. And um, and I know that there are parades and rallies that people can attend and should attend. Uh, also for people like me, you know, I know that um, I can I can make art and I can make phone calls, and those two things are exactly what I have set out to do uh, today. You will hear the former. You're not going to hear any of my phone calls. I was really struggling to figure out how I could express. Myself in in my music about what's going on without just sounding really sad and upset and disappointed and crazed and depressed, Um, because those aren't very those are very those are very real and justifiable emotions, but they're not active. So um, so what I did was um, I found a poem uh, written by Maya Angelou. Setting poems to music has always been a very therapeutic and cleansing, rejuvenating experience for me as a composer, and um, I don't think I've ever set a Maya Angelou poem. Uh, The one I found um, is called On the Pulse of Mourning, and it is uh, the poem that she read aloud at the um, 1993 inauguration of President Bill Clinton. And I find that those words really resonated with me and speak to where we are right now. It reminds us, and, and the people who um, have executive power and things, who have a little more sway in how this country is governed and seen in the world, you have the opportunity every morning to wake up and make a difference in a positive way putting the people first and not just the people who look like you or think like you but all the people we are all brothers we are all sisters we are all immigrants so if you're if you're an artist uh which we all are make make art express yourself in in peaceful loving respectful ways and and also make those phone calls um You can go to www.whoismyrepresentative.com and you can find out the uh, names and contact info of your congresspersons and your senators. You can reach out to their offices, their local offices, their D.C. offices, and tell them what's important to you. My congresswoman is Yvette Clark, and my senators are Kirsten Gillibrand and Charles Schumer. Uh, This is On the Pulse of Mourning by Maya Angelou. uh, Performed by my dear friend who I've known for ages since college, uh, Ernie Prunetta. Accompanied by the amazing Gillibrand... Why did I say Gillibrand? Oh, because I'm staring at WhoIsMyRepresentative.com. Accompanied by the amazing Gillian Berkowitz. This performance is also available on SoundCloud and YouTube. I'll be sharing those links in the show notes if the message of this poem speaks to you, I invite you to share it on the social media uh, channel of your choice. This performance was recorded live at Shetler Studios in New York. And now it is my pleasure to present On the Pulse of Morning" by Maya Angelou, performed by Ernie Prunetta and Gillian Berkowitz on piano. Be sure to follow me on all things social media and you may find those links and so much more on joeldenew.com uh, follow my guest marcus monroe at marcus monroe and on MarcusMonroe.com. subscribe to rate review this podcast tell your friends all about it it's all about the word of mouth special thanks to the something new team uh, stephanie layton peyton royal joel dickinson broadway world ernie prunetta and gillian berkowitz From my apartment in Brooklyn, this is Joel V. New saying thank you for dropping by for something new.
1: new?
3: Theatrical Media.